Welcome to the pre-roll. This is the part of the show where I give you a trigger warning and spoiler alert. This episode may include discussions on mental health, sexual assault, and violence. What's going on, everyone? You are tuned into Studios Black Dudes, uh, where we take a trip into some of our favorite music and movies that we're currently watching. I go by Uya Ray, and I'm joined by my favorite movie nerd, Henry. Say what's up, Henry. What up, niggers? Could you could you elaborate on that? It's very insightful. Uh, what up, uh, people that I guess didn't have rights until the '60s when Rosa Parks said, "Nah." Okay, you've got the ball rolling. Just keep going. Okay. Keep going. Come okay. on. Uh, uh, <laughs> Martin Luther King assassinated. But to be fair, niggas <laughs> running his mouth. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is Henry. Uh, (laughs) We spend a lot of our time reading, and we're unapologetically black. Welcome to Studious Black Dudes. Everything we say is a joke, by the way. So, this week, bit of a twist. I chose the movie, Henry chose the album. Um, So I decided to choose Dead Poets Society. I've been wanting to watch it for a while, but then I watched it with a friend of mine recently and i thought okay let's just talk about that i want to see what henry thinks about this movie all right and yeah henry and i chose the, about album. the album yeah i chose the album i chose uh bo jackson by by bj the chicago kid nope <laughs> it's by baldy james <laughs> <laughs> it's by baldy james and the alchemist mm-hmm. uh and yeah i i wanted to listen to it because because Alchemist and Madlib have just been going crazy over the past three years or so, yeah. collaborating with with Griselda niggas. You know, you got your uh, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, yeah. Westside Gun. And yeah. You got your you got your Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. You got your Baldy James. Wait, is uh, Freddie Gibbs yeah. part of Griselda? I don't think so. I just think he's a good friend of Griselda. Okay. I don't think he's part of Griselda. Okay. okay. I think Grisa- I think Griselda's just Conway, Benny, and Westside. Oh, Griselda's just related. the three gents, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, let me actually Google this. Welcome to Studios Black Dudes, where we Google everything that we don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is just three members. Westside Gun, Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher? Benny the Butcher. No. Conway the Machine. Why is it listed five, though? I think it's just them three, but they have... Griselda is now a record label, and yes, all the right. kids assigned okay. to them. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought at first as well. Just like if Odd Future became a record label, but yeah, it is. Yeah, it's Westside Gun, Conway the Machine, and Benny the Butcher. Also, do you know that the Alchemist was a rapper? I thought he was just a producer before he became a producer, and and he was in a duo. No, don't Google it yet. He was in a duo. Have you watched Hawaii Five O? I've watched some of the new, the newer one, which I don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the, you know how they're the two main white guys. Mm-hmm. You know the short guy and the two main white guys. Wait, the old Hawaii Five-O or the new Hawaii Five-O? The new Hawaii Five-O. Yes. He was the other guy in the duo with the Alchemist. Oh shit! Scott Wait, Cat. what? Let me search this. Hawaii Five-O. No ways! This dude is way too fucking pale and pasty to have been a rapper. You're lying. Which one? The 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 the, the like blonde grease monkey? Scott Can. Scott Can. The blonde grease monkey was a rapper. Yes. 
Oh, okay, I found I found one of your songs, uh, the Hooligans. Put your hands up. No way. Oh snap! I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to listen to this. You know they wanted to say the niggas, the Hooligans. I, I, <laughs> no, 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 no. How does this shit sound? Connect to my ears. I have to listen to this. I have to listen to this. <laughs> and we're back. That shit kind of that that shit goes hard. Whoa! What? First of all, okay. So I'm assuming Scott Ken used to spit. I'm assuming they were teenagers when that when that came out. What, what, what year yeah, was that? They look really young. Oh, was that a music video? Uh, it was posted two years ago, but it's probably a really old one. Okay, because they sound yeah no they do sound very young. They don't sound white, which is a bit wild. <clears throat> they don't. That's crazy. That's really like I I like that. Do they walk so Mac Miller could run? Okay, let's relax. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they walk so Eminem could run. How big were they? They can't have been that big. What was the group called? Uh, The Hooligans. Put your hands up. When did this? Oh, the 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 name of the group was the Hooligans. Yeah. I thought that was the song. Hooligans. Interesting. It doesn't give me a date on on genius we should start doing our research before we start doing our research before yeah <laughs> so let's get back into it so we were talking about um the album mm. so i i've never listened to B- baldy james right baldy james yeah yeah, yeah yeah so i've never listened to him before so this is a nice like introduction um i'm not like super into the alchemist but i have definitely like heard of him before and like heard of some of his stuff before <clears throat> My first thoughts, my initial impressions, I only got to listen to it once, um, but my first, or like one and a half times, my first impressions were, this sounds like a project that I critiqued earlier this year. Um, so, okay, it's my, it's probably my favorite hip hop project of the year so far, but it's mm-hmm. um, Today's Lost, Tomorrow's Tragedy by, I think that's what it's called, by A. Reese. Today's Tragedy, Tomorrow's Memory, that's what it's called, the mixtape. And the reason I love it, but the reason I critiqued it was because I thought the production was a bit stale, like just a bit too simple. Mm-hmm. And what was nice here was this is exactly what I wanted that project to be in terms of the production, because the sampling was really well done. It was like really, it really fit into this cool kind of form of hip hop where it's sample centric and there are no hooks. It's just kind of, it's just kind of like loops. Yeah, just like rapping over a looping beat the whole time. Um, the one thing I will say is, for me personally, as a full body of work, I got bored because there wasn't any of that change. But I recognize why this is like really dope for hip hop heads because it's it, it, it really focuses on the lyrics and it really pushes the lyrics forward. And it's like, just listen to how this man's spitting, right? On top of that, what I thought of next was Freddie Gibbs needs to be on this project. I didn't look at the feature list. So when I heard Freddie Gibbs hop on, I was like, fuck yes, let's go. I yeah. also thought, yeah, this is very, this is giving like very West Side Gun vibes. West Side Gun was on the project. And now it's making sense that you say like he's uh, closely attached to Griselda. But yeah, production was fucking brilliant. I mean, could have used a bit more excitement, but for, for, for what they were going for, it was really well executed. I think... This man's got pen, bro. Like, dude, I, I, dude, yo, 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 this man dude. can fucking write, bro. Dude, 
Baldy James was fucking executed really well. His yeah. name Ron Marciano. Who's I that? was working out when I listened oh, to this an, project. I think artist. Yeah, he features on the he features on <clears throat> the song with Earl Sweatshirt. So mm-hmm. he features on that song. Also, hearing Earl was fucking great. Dude. So I was caught off guard. And the bar itself isn't even galactic or crazy, but it just got me. I was working out and I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. And his first line is I broke generational curses with cursive. Oh, like, oh, that's fucking pen. Oh. pen, 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 pen. That's fucking oh, crazy. Okay, okay, this is what I'm listening to. Okay, Brad, that's okay. black excellence. That's like, dude, what's the one Playboy Cardi line where he's like, I bought my mama a house with this mumble shit. What? What? Bitch, mm-hmm. don't fucking talk to me. I'm not even a Cardi stan, but shit. Anyway, so that's that. Those are my thoughts on the album. How did you How did you feel about it? So I wrote down some thoughts. I wrote down uh, my favorite songs, which mm-hmm. turned out to be like almost the album, basically. <laughs> but I, I really liked I really liked Turpentine, Brick Mile to Montana, Illegal Search and Seizure, Photographic Memories, Diamond Dallas, Fake Flowers, and Third Person just hit me because I was getting bored. And then yeah. third person played, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, yo! third person came in hard." And okay, what did I write? I wrote, okay, some of the, some of the beats, right? Some mm. of the beats are like so dark and gloomy, and yes. it feels like you're it feels like you're in an alley, very mysterious, uh, and like mafia niggas are around, and you know yeah. you're about to negotiate a deal or something. Yeah. Some of them feel like you can only listen to this uh, in a in a lounge smoking a Cuban. It's like, <laughs> oh. It should made me oh. want to spark up, bro. Dude, some of them so soulful, so so soulful. And one thing I wrote down here is every song leads into the next, but doesn't feel gimmicky. Yes, it doesn't With feel some like albums, it's a. It's just like, hey, look, all these songs that I touched together. Transition, no. Mm. This felt like it was actually just seamless. Mm. It felt intentional yeah. that oh, the end of this song, we're just using it to set up the, the beginning of the next song. I really like the, the the interludes and like the little extra little bits. So yeah, that's how I felt about the project. Good suggestion. Quality. I think I'm, when I was Thank listening you. to it, like I was like, okay, I think I'm out of my like dark hip hop phase. Um, Cause I did go through one and I think I'm recircling back to just like being very alternative R&B centric, like pop shit. But I can mm. still really appreciate what they did on this project. It was really well done, very well executed. I'm entering a dark hip hop phase, and it's because of it's because of Alfredo. The, uh, yes, the I was gonna that say Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist did last year. I was gonna say it. Alfredo oh yes, magic. Al- Alchemist did Alfredo, right? Yeah, that was a masterpiece. I love it. Mwah. Mwah. Chef's kisses. Alfredo was amazing. Mm. Oh, amazing. Yeah, man. I just. I loved it. I really did, and and I I can feel myself slipping. Mm. So, I did a thing yesterday, right? This is okay. this is related to music, so we can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I have this habit of if I see someone post a song on their story who I admire. Not all of you. Some of your music sucks, but some <laughs> people have cool music. So yeah. I take I take a screenshot of that and never interact with it again. So yesterday. 
I decided went to through go the through all my screenshots yeah. to find all the screenshots of songs. Uh, let me let me check. I have eighty three actual screenshots, uh-huh. but some of those screenshots have like five, ten songs in them. Jesus. So I probably have like one hundred and fifty songs that I Jesus. need to listen to. That's a whole like five hour playlist. Yeah, yeah, man, that is it is long. You don't have to but take yeah, screenshots of mine because I have a. I don't. A thingy. Nah, because I, I made a I made a highlight on Instagram. Ooh, okay. Oh, also I need to update yeah. that playlist I made for you because I've updated it on Apple Music. I realized this <laughs> week just how easy it is to actually listen to more than one album a day because remember when I was talking to you and I said uh, halfway through the year I listened to over 500 albums? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's like two, two maybe three a day, right, on average. And then I was like, how how on earth did I manage that? And then I listened to two albums in a day. I was like, that was literally, that was just two hours of my day. Like, it's not that deep. So uh, bottom line is I'm slowly falling back into my music dependency. <laughs> uh, I, was literally, I was literally addicted to listening to new music. But mm. yeah. I realized that I have, I have a problem where... Uh, I postpone listening and watching things because mm. I try and create the setting, the ideal setting that the person who made it uh, would want me to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, with movies, I never get to watch movies because... Um, you don't have a cinema in your house. No, not that. As in, like, I, always, I only... You're so mean. <laughs> I only try and watch on the TV. Okay. But... If my dad doesn't have work, then I can't do it because he'll be in the lounge. And mm. I just have things to do sometimes, so I don't get to watch them. But I'm like, yeah. oh, no, but it has to be this medium. Same with listening to music. I'm like, oh, I can only listen to music using headphones. these headphones. Mm. But I can't keep doing that. Dead Post Society, I was like, nah, screw it. Just watch it on the laptop because mm. I'm going to keep postponing this stuff and I'll just never get to listen mm-hmm. to stuff. Where it's like, I can listen to Isaiah Rashad's new project on my earphones. Mm. It might not sound as good, but at least I'm taking it in. And that's that's a that's a battle I have Ooh. currently with myself. That was another thing with this project. The mixing was exquisite. Yo, this shit sounded so good. Man. This shit was Man. fucking bomb. Like this this is a really good project. Like really, really well executed. And it's all brick talk. I love it. Ah, black excellence. It is beautiful, man. Mm. Dalkamist yes. can say nigga. Um, mm, uh, I don't know. let me Please let me look at some photos again. I mean, he's bald. Mm, he's not bald. You know who I can't like say nigga, which is crazy. Who logic? Halsey. Oh yeah, Halsey's like half black, right? Yeah, her dad is black. As in, you look at him and you're like, yeah, that nigga's black. Yeah. That's a nigga. He's not dark, but you look at him and you're like, that's a nigga. But she looks very white. Dog. I feel so I feel sorry for her and logic because hey, sh- like no one no one really thinks of you as that. No one recognizes No matter how hard you try. The thing with biracial people is I feel, and this is me speaking with biracial cousins, if your mom is white, you're white. It always ends up being that way. That's true. And this year Sir Lewis Hamilton Dagold. Lewis Hamilton's white then. <laughs> No, he's black. His dad is his dad is black. 
His dad is black. His mom is white. Yes. And if your mom is white, then you're white. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but he's black, though. Yeah, but he's black, though. <laughs> um, we we have, need a nigga in the sport, dog. I have one cousin. Or, like, sorry, one aunt who's white. But she's very fucking black. Like, she sends me Afrobeats to listen to. So, they're the exception. Um, I think I agree with you, though. What if the mom is white, tr- they're white? Yeah, because Trevor Noah's black, even though his dad is like his dad is white. Like his dad is like Swiss, but mm. his mom was black. So yeah, Trevor's black. Also with him though, like he didn't grow up with his. Yeah, he grew up in Soweto, because it would have been Ill- illegal. Illegal. Stay with his dad. Yo, yeah, life was From crazy. Reading man. his book, his mom kind of coerced his dad into yeah she was like impregnating fuck me she was like you don't have to raise this child i just want a fucking child so fuck me like just, what just, just let uh, me get it man lady let me get it let huh? me get it and he was like apprehensive because i feel apprehensive like, she was, I feel like, like she was gentler than that though that's a crime okay yeah obviously yeah, yeah definitely hopefully i can't believe <laughs> that was a crime that is crazy mm. and that was recent bro that was Trevor Noah's age ago. He's like he's, under 40. Is he How even is he's he's in his 30s obviously. Trevor Noah. But I don't think he's in Yeah, he's 37. He's 37. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, let's go on to the movie. Yeah, speaking of um I guess society sucking ass in the olden days. <laughs> Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet Society uh featuring Robin Williams, R.I.P. Robin Williams. Um, Featuring a weird cast, like Ethan Hawke. weird cast. Ethan Hawke is like a full-blown, like, successful actor. Yeah. And he's just a kid in this movie. Yeah. It was so strange to see. I think this, this movie probably did a lot. Let me actually look at the, look at the cast now. Uh, so, like, Robert, Robert Sean Leonard, he he's recognizable. I wouldn't say he's extremely popular, but like he was in oh, yeah, House. Yeah. yeah, he was in House. Much Ado About Nothing, which I had to watch because of fucking like English class. Yeah, um, sucked ass. Not in much else though. But Josh Charles, I feel like I've seen him in some stuff. Um, Okay, if you've watched The Good Wife, he was in that, but I didn't watch that. But yeah, it was just, do you know what? It was just a very, very white cast. Yeah, to be fair, it was set in 1959, so... It was set in 1959? It was set in 1959. But it came out in 1989. Yeah, that's what I I found in my synopsis, so I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because in my head, I was like, how come they know black people? (laughs) And then then I was like, oh, snap, set in 1959. This is segregation times. A lot more sense when you think about just how things are in the movie. It's like, Mm. oh, snap. Oh, it's so weird. That's considered a teen drama. <laughs> it is a teen drama, though. I know, but like I hear teen drama and I think Riverdale, dog. <laughs> Crazy how the genres changed so dramatically mm. to like Kissing Booth and fucking to all the boys I... What's it to all the boys I loved before? I love yeah. that movie. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Which one, which one I is love the that evil movie. one? Is the it Sierra one. McCarthy is a loser? That movie is evil and she's a bad person. I haven't watched it. Okay. Is that the one with She's the vampire? Horrible. Or the no, tall, no, it's the tall chick. No, that's that's tall girl. Tall girl. 
That's I'm not even gonna watch that. That's just dumb. I think it's Sierra McCarthy is a loser. Basically, Sierra Burgess. Sierra Burgess. Sierra Burgess is a loser. Movie yeah. sucks. She's evil. She full on sexually assaults a man, and it's like, oh, but it's cute love. Ah, because she so so she uses her hot friend to message to like every time she needs to video call the dude that she's catfishing. She cat. Oh. She uses her hot friend to do it, but when she's texting him, it's just her. And then there's a scene where she wants to kiss the dude, but she's a catfish. So what she does is she hides under the car. Then her her hot friend makes him close his eyes. Then she comes up from under the car. What? They they kiss. And then she goes back. No fucking ways. Oh, but it's no, but it's quirky teen love. It's quirky teen no, love. No, no, that's not it's, okay. It's quirky teen love though. That's assault. <gasps> yes, it is. Jesus Christ. Is this guy dead? This is why I put the trigger warning in. When you watch all these Netflix uh, teen dramas, you realize some of these people are horrible human beings. Like yeah. actually, dude. Like that's the thing. Like the more the more I grow up. The more, like, I realize when I watch it, I'm like, is this how... I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm more emotionally, I guess, conscious and intelligent than the average screenwriter. Because I think when... Like, how the fuck would this happen in real life and no one says anything? I think, one, teenagers are dicks from the ages of, like, 13 to, like, when they're growing, but they haven't... When that, but they haven't started thinking for themselves and fully comprehending the world around them. Mm-hmm. Just full on dicks, <laughs> and then and then they become cool, kind of. But yeah, also for some reason, screenwriters turn thirty, and they're like, "Oh, when when we were in school, we were running from cops, right?" I was like, "No, no, you weren't. No. <laughs> you weren't." But essentially, I like I watch some of these movies, and I'm like, "This would never happen. This is so fucked up. Yes, this would never happen." Like, have you seen that scene in Riverdale? That's a meme with, uh, for some reason, the, the redhead guy's in jail. And then one guy walks up to him and he's like, my grandma was poor, so I started selling crack in the fourth grade. And now I'm here. And everyone's like, what? That, that's, that's, a, that's a very, very <laughs> lazy way to yeah. <laughs> point out what someone's fucking backstory is. To be fair. To be fair, to be fair, actually, Bobby Schmurder did say, I've been selling crack since like the fifth grade. And he said, since I like the fifth grade, I could have been second grade. I could have been okay. sixth Okay, grade. relax. <laughs> so all I'm saying is that might, that might be accurate. <laughs> I'm saying. Hey, what's yeah. up? My grandma was poor, so I started selling crack in the fourth grade. It was, it was such a, it was such an awkward scene as well. Like you felt like the actors are going to start laughing. Like nigga, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ! But yeah, so okay. actually, yeah, so that ties well into Dead Poet Society because my okay, we'll talk about the movie first before we get into my thoughts on the ending. Um, so I watched this a week ago two weeks ago and as i was watching it i was like okay it's just like an old white sorry my chair's creaking it's just like an old white movie like it's very white and i was watching i'm like okay it's like i was trying to put myself in the mindset of someone in 
like the 1990s as you know we're trying to do with these movies but i was also like mm, okay i see i see why this is a cult favorite but i wasn't loving it and then it just got very goofy in the best way possible so i did start to really enjoy it and it was kind of reminding me of boarding school and with the group of friends it was like what i would have wanted out of a group of friends in boarding school right mm. and then it just it got very dark very yeah. quickly yeah like out of nowhere it just switched up and i think that that transition could have been done a lot better i think it needed a bit more time but after watching it and then finding out that it's set 14 years after world war ii i was like oh this is starting to make more sense mm. so wait let me let me read the synopsis okay mm. In 1959, Mr. John Keating, a new English teacher and former student at Walton Academy, begins to galvanize his students through an unorthodox method of teaching in the hopes of creating free thinkers who push back on the norms of their society and thus live a life worth living. Mm -hmm. Some of the boys then form a secret poetry society that Keating once led himself in a school, and this society encounters the growing pains of ambition and free thinking. Uh, ultimately leading to one of them taking his own life. So that's where it got messy for me, the the, the the suicide part, right? So, okay, building up to it, it was really great. Like, I really loved seeing how um, Keating was interacting with his students, you know, and like how he was kind of breaking the mold of this traditional school setup, especially because he had gone to the school himself, right? And then it gets to a point where uh, the main character... Uh, what was his name? Neil. The main character, Neil, wanted to act in a screenplay, right? Or he wanted, not a screenplay. He wanted to act on stage, right? Uh, in a play. And his dad won't let him. And here's where I was like, this is just a white man being stubborn to be a white stubborn man. Because this kid's getting straight A's. He's a straight Yeah, A's he even student. said it. Like, he's, he's destroying his school. He's like top, like, doing really well. Top in his grade, yeah. not top top, but like he was in the top, whatever five or ten or whatever in his grade, and he's doing really well at school. But his dad's yeah. like, "No, I'm not going to let you throw your life away. Throw your life away also, by being an okay. actor." I did find out that not find out from this is completely unrelated. But I was listening to a podcast about a murder that happened. Uh, a quote, oh yeah, a murder that happened to this actor in the fifties and sixties, mm-hmm. and. Unless you looked like Marilyn Monroe, I guess, you got paid basically nothing in movies. Like Hollywood was only executives making money and nothing else. Damn, that's crazy. So now in the context of this movie, you're like, ah, everything became better for me once I realized the time period. Because I was like, dog, this is almost the 90s. Niggas were like kind of free. Not niggas and black people, but like people were just becoming more and more free and then i realized oh this is in a time when if you aren't it was very impractical very 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 pretty you will yeah. make basically nothing okay off of I, acting i get that right but at no point was this child saying i want to pursue a career yeah he just wanted to act he that just was, yeah wanted exactly. to act in the play and he was saying yeah no i'm gonna act in the play and like keep doing my shit with school right then his dad's like no pulls him out of the play he goes anyway after being 
like after receiving a pep talk from the teacher which was great the teacher was like dude he said you need to get your dad to understand your perspective right yeah i was happy that he didn't just say oh do it behind your dad's back do it behind your dad's back he was like you need to get your dad to understand this kid didn't do that he was just like my dad's not gonna understand let me go and act the dad shows up to the play he shows him like look i'm really good at this and the dad is like well <laughs> I'm sending you to military school. Military school. What? And I knew that was coming. It's like, what? Why? Why is that the conclusion that you jump to? And then from there, it just seemed too quick. Okay, right. It did seem too quick. Yeah. This kid has shown no signs whatsoever of depression. I don't think they had played up the abusive nature of the father enough. Yeah. Um, for this part to make sense, but he. Doesn't go to sleep when his parents are sleeping. He gets up in the middle of the night, opens his window for some reason, goes into his dad's study. You think? I think he just opened his window as like a form of distraction. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe he opened his window because he thought of jumping at first, and he was like, "No, let me." Let me I can't imagine the, they were that high up. The Glock. I thought he was thinking. Yeah, that's about what I'm saying. As running in, away. To me, I thought he was gonna jump. Then he was like, "No, I um, I might survive." Yeah. So let me get the Glock. Maybe, okay. I don't know. But he walks downstairs to his dad's office, pulls out his dad's gun, and bang! Kills himself. Okay. Mm. Heavy. Deep. I was. I saw it coming, though. I wasn't surprised at that. Yeah, me neither. What pissed me off was what happened afterwards. Because why the fuck did they try to put it on the teacher? <laughs> How could you try to put it on the teacher? Because before then, the teacher, you know, the teacher was like, yeah, guys, think freely. And then society was like, no, you have a bad <laughs> teacher for making them think freely. I'm so, like, that's where I was like, damn, white people are fucking crazy. Because, like, or let me just say conservative thinking is I think it's white crazy. people with money or make you crazier. Because in the movie, Robin Williams is like a class below uh, the parents. Yeah. So I feel like, of course, they're going to be like, it was it was the poor guy. The poor guy is the issue in our society. It's his fault. That's just how it is. I took a sip of water at the wrong time there. Shit, I almost fucked my whole setup up. Goddamn. It's the fucking... It's the fucking hobo. Jesus Christ. It's the, it's the homosexual teacher. It's his fault. Jesus. Oh, man. It's the poor dude. Mm. Tells them to think freely. <clears throat> Fuck. Because I hell. was like, free. Because in my mind, I was like, this is the 80s, 90s. Free thinking had started. And then I was like, and then when I find out 1959, this is. Just over a decade after World War II, free mm. thinking doesn't exist. Everyone's just like, hey, work. Hey, work. Rebuild your community. Jesus. The commies are on that side trying to kill us. Work. 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 And I guess this is just what happens to free thinkers in a time like that. It was crazy. Well, they get, get the citizenship taken away and stuff like I, I was about to. I was about to say something similar to that. Like, it's crazy how, how quick the teachers were, like the headmaster was to threatening expulsion like yeah, niggas stood up on a you. desk and he was like the next person to make a disruption in this class will be expelled i'm like what the fuck yeah, dog. imagine imagine that yeah no i got expelled from school because i stood up on a table 
I got expelled from school because I think it's crazy that they blamed a kid killing himself on a nice teacher. On a nice teacher. <laughs> Fucking hell. Stupid, stupid ending. But yeah, mm. I think the the actual like final scene kind of changed around for me because it was very sweet. Like all the, exactly. it was very, all the students like standing up. For, fuck the snitches. Snitches are bitches. Fuck the snitches, dog. The ginger snitch. He didn't even stand up at the end, and I was like, "Yeah." yeah. I was like, "You fuck fucking you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's on you, dick. This school has a code of ethics, and we need to abide by it, motherfucker. I. Your dad's a cop, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So all in all, very white movie. Um, mm-hmm. Just reminded me of my days in boarding school. Um, it's a little bit triggering on that front. And then, you know, also this the ideas of surrounding, like, suicidality. Oh, also, it was very weird, like, how persistent these guys were about their goals. Specifically, um, Knox. Over, Knox Overstreet. Knox yeah. was, Knox, oh, very weird name. Knox Overstreet. Knox yeah. was head over heels. Horny. Wait, is this based off of a book? Maybe. Dead Poet Society book? Let's check. Uh, it was a book. Ah. No. What? No, it wasn't. Never mind. Okay. No, it was. Based off the ah. motion picture. Oh, so the book came after? That's weird. Weird. Why would... That's weird. Why would, why would you... Why would you make a movie and then write a book afterwards? Why would you write a book about a movie, dog? What? I mean, huh. Strange. Okay. Oh, oh, speaking of strange, fuck this whole movie. Fuck all of that white shit. We're going to talk about okay. other white shit. Doctor okay. Strange, the new Spider-Man trailer, nigga. Oh, nigga, my bruh, gosh. Bruh. I'm losing my mind over this shit. Hello, Peter. Ah, bitch. Okay. Just that alone. That little Easter egg. Okay, alone. guys. We're talking about Spider-Man No Way Home now, in case you're <laughs> in case you're lost, in case you're lost. In by case the you are screaming. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> no, not like that. It's in caveman, bitch. <laughs> oh shit! You just call me a fucking. I did not monkey. say monkey screaming, dog. You fucking coon gorilla looking ass. Wow. Anyway. Wow. Um. Okay. So Doc Ock greeting peter doesn't look like it's him saying hello peter to tom holland spider-man because it switches to tom holland's reaction but that doesn't look like the same scene also how the fuck would this nigga pull up and know okay maybe that's just fucking with the timeline but i'm just very excited to see what the fuck happens i still haven't watched loki so i don't know how the multiverse has been opened see that's the thing i'm i'm annoyed because i don't care about the MCU anymore. I'm gonna be real with you. I yeah. only care about Spider-Man yeah. and Thor. Yeah. Everything else to me died with Endgame. And I thought Endgame was a Endgame was a perfect line in the sand, like we're done. Yeah. We're not gonna tarnish this legacy. I don't want my kids to be like, Yo, have you seen Hawkeye Child? No. Other than to be like, look at here, kids. My teen years were amazing because of this franchise that stayed in my teen years. Mm. I hope it doesn't turn into Star Wars, basically. I was going to say, okay, here are my thoughts on that. The money's too good. At the no man, point, money's too good to stop. At no point did I expect them to actually stop, right? 
I'm okay with it continuing. I just don't, I'm not, I don't feel the same way about it. So I don't, it's not that I don't care anymore. I just care a lot less. And I'm okay with that because one thing changed, like really changed how I look at media now, right? Mm. Suits used to be my favorite show and now I don't like it at all. And I'm not going to watch any of the new seasons. This fucking chair, I'm switching chairs. Squeaky ass bitch. Yeah, sure. Blame the chair. Okay, that's better. Are you are you calling me fat? No. Is that what you're doing, Henry? You're calling me fat. I'm, I'm saying you're too heavy for the chair. You're calling me a big ass overweight bitch who makes chairs squeak. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> wow. I'm saying wow. you're too heavy for the chair. Okay, Henry. Well, I you am know what? I was too heavy for the chair. Pop up. Oh. Huh? Huh? I didn't say that. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Okay. I, did, I just say that. I didn't anyway, want to make the chair squeak. I anyway, make the chair squeak. Anyway, I didn't want to do that. Anyway, I didn't do that. shut the I fuck up. I do that. <laughs> okay, bro. Cool. Back to the topic at hand. I stopped watching Suits and I felt bad about it. I stopped watching a bunch of shows like How to Get Away with Murder. I stopped watching it after a while and I felt bad about it. But then it was about anime. It was a TikTok about anime. And it was like, um, if you don't start watching an anime because there are too many episodes out then you watch things to finish them or you watch things for completion and not for enjoyment and i was like whoa oh snap i do that i consume media to finish it like i can't leave a movie unfinished unless i really hate it yeah i can't leave a series unfinished unless i it like just drastically gets really guck like empire so with the MCU now, I'm like, just because I got so heavily attached to it doesn't mean I still need to be, right? So I'm not going to watch things like Loki or I'm going to watch the new Spider-Man, obviously, but I'm not going to watch things like Loki with the same vigor that I would have if it came out pre-Endgame. Yeah, I think what pisses me off is what drew me in is that everything is so interconnected that I don't want to be watching No Way Home and then something happens and I'm like... Oh. What? And people on Dino are like, oh my god! Yeah. 43 minutes and 20 seconds, season uh, 1, episode 12 of Loki is like, ah, oh, damn it. Because now it's, now it's too layered as well. Do you see what they're doing in Netherlands right now? The 33? Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it's that's cool That's so sick. Imagine your whole country dick riding you that hard. Bruh. <laughs> that they change they change the speed limits to your number. That is in That's fucking insane, dude. Yeah. That is insane That's and crazy. something that I feel like only countries like that would do. The UK yeah. would never change stuff uh-uh. to forty four. He's black. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, okay. We were talking about the MCU. Yeah. So yeah, I was saying like I don't I don't feel like I'm as attached to it anymore but i don't think that's a bad thing because what what was the main mcu is concluded main mcu is dead it's gone main, main mcu is, is is finished yes and i'm happy with that i'm content with that now it's not about me being a fan anymore it's just yeah okay it's a cool new movie type mm. of thing it's like how i felt about fast and furious not even that. I don't. I don't give a fuck about them. Anymore. I love the movies to death. I hadn't watched any of them until F Seven came out, and then I watched all of them. 
You see, now I, I watch Fast and Furious just to feel the absurdity, and I love them. Uh-huh. Like, when you stop treating them seriously, you're going to realize this is one of the best franchises to ever, <laughs> ever hit the big screens. Ever. Mm-hmm. It is so good and funny. And that's the thing. People keep saying, like, they need to stop. They need to stop. Mm. I'm like, why would they stop, bro? Yeah. The money's great. And it's self-aware, dog. Like, yeah. every every movie, Tyree says, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. And they carry yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> every movie, they turn to the camera and they're like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then they carry on. And I like that. I think, I also like how, like, Doctor Strange is presenting because i think he's a little bit cooked mentally now yes i think he's gone a little bit mad Mm. um and i like how he's being portrayed it's not like he fucked up because he doesn't care or like he fucked up as like a big deal he fucked up because he's just like being dumb (laughs) yeah like being dumb. he's like being kind of arrogant um, but he was always arrogant. Yeah, he was. He was a doctor. Yeah, I'm just very. I'm very excited for the movie. Very, very excited for the movie. I am excited for the movie. I did see that that tweet where it was like, um, "It's gonna suck that in a movie that looks like it's kind of a lot of crossover, Stan Lee won't be there." Because mm. it feels like it feels like he should have been there. But I did see a reply. I posted it on my story where someone was like, "Ah, it sucks that he won't be here for potentially the greatest Spider-Man movie of all time." I was like, he already, he, was. he already was in, in Into yeah, the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. That's and the best Spider-Man movie. I think No Way Home is going to be great, but I still think Into the Spider-Verse, because it's animation, just has the liberty to do anything and will yeah. always be able to just do more. Exactly. Because it's just, you know, for example, with, 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 with Sp- Spider-Pig, Spider-Pork, Spider-Ham, <laughs> Spider-Ham, whatever the hell he's called. Yeah. Um... It's so hard to do that in CGI. Mm. You have to make the actors look down so that it mm-hmm. looks like they're talking. To, but you don't have to. When it's just animation, mm-hmm. you can do whatever the hell you want. Do whatever and, the fuck you want. Oh, no. They removed Into the Spider-Verse. I was going to watch it today. Oh, no. Damn, Netflix. Bastards. But hey, I Am hey. Legend is there. Oh, I should watch that. I need to get some work done, though. Yeah, me but yeah, too. okay. Let's conclude. Jesus Christ, we are everywhere. <laughs> We've been all over the place this week, um, but that's fine. That's the nature Call of the podcast. Call that KSI. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. That's a terrible joke. Do you understand the joke, Tawia? Shut up. Shut up. KSI's second like studio the, album. Yes, yes, I got it. All over the place. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got it. Thanks, Henry. Shut the fuck up. Set up and punch a line. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for listening. If you're still listening at this point, please like subscribe uh and give us a rating uh nothing below five stars otherwise i will i will come and spend the night at your mom's house nothing sexual just gonna crash there for a few days i will do what um what knocks over street did to that sleeping chick on your mom <laughs> if you rate us below kiss you five on your stars. forehead uh-huh. <laughs> mm. and then i'll go mm, afterwards mm. so she wakes up to me going mm. okay <laughs> so i'll do that I'll do that to watch out. Mom's <laughs> forehead, not safe, bro. <laughs> if you want to continue the conversation, you can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at SoberToby. Henry, where can the people find you? The people can find me at Kurt Zuma is having a medical ahead of signing for West Ham from Chelsea. Huh? That's a twist? He was. Okay, we'll talk about that afterwards. Okay, <laughs> we'll okay, okay. 
you can you guys can find me at h.media.com h.media on twitter and instagram you can also find me at henry's slideshow on instagram that is my i guess me account h.media is my photography account me and alex Yo. me and the boy also you can find Fucking me on shit. youtube i haven't posted in like two months because i'm a lazy bastard but uh. i will post soon i promise you yeah my nice. your mothers <laughs> much love to your mothers thank you for tuning in next week if you'd like to join in on the fun we will be talking about oh shit i should actually start like releasing these now ah damn it way. yeah sorry wait, wait we'll be we talking, talking about, about demon days demon days by gorillas and we will be talking about <sighs> he hasn't picked a movie <sighs> naughty naughty i'm gonna say Ooh. i had two in mind what Pick is one five Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Let's get it. All right. So Demon Days by Gorillaz and Ocean's Eleven. We hope to see you next week or just like be within your space because we can't see your here. Yeah. Um, Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Much love. Peace and prosperity. Goodbye. Yeah, baby.